He said, Facebook reached out to us and wanted to talk to us and get our input. This is the sign of a company that realizes they're a global company and they are trying to listen to everybody. All right, it's time for another episode of Grow the Dream. Today, you're going to want to listen all the way through Definitely. this episode. Yep. Right, the best stuff's at the end? No, I wouldn't say that. But we uh, have not the best, because then the they fast through. forward. No, you, you don't want to miss the news. And you don't want to miss Gary Vaynerchuk explaining why he uses Instagram nah, to promote his book. No, no, no. We the, talked the, about the other segments better. Facebook manipulating the news feed. Yeah, oh, that's a good one, too. All over that one. Virtual reality. Virtual reality. And a lot more. So good. Okay, so basically, you can't miss any of today's show. No, it starts right now. Welcome to the most indispensable show for people doing the hard work of growing your business. It's the marketing podcast by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Welcome to Grow the Dream. All right, welcome to another episode of Grow the Dream. It's episode 68. And I didn't key up a Josh's jingle. I'm sorry. I did not prepare one. It, it, we fell completely out of rhythm because you were not here last week. Uh, I wonder if we could delve into why that is, or maybe we could dive into why that is. Maybe we could fish around a little bit for why that is. Well, nicely done. I, I don't know, but I, but I didn't catch any fish that were edible. Oh, no. So you well, were we here did. last week. We so did, but... Basically, uh, just to catch everybody up, I, if they happen to, David and I held down the fort last week. Well, Josh, you did what important thing to miss this pre-commitment I, that you I know had. what happened last week, and that's what matters. Right. And I, I listened to the episode. I saw how you publicly shamed me yeah, for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. No reason whatsoever. For no reason? Okay, well, explain why that's no reason. I'm going to talk to David. And folks, the bromance continues. So it's good to have you back. Um, how was the fishing egg? What did, what did you catch? Anything good? Okay, so we caught this massive sea turtle. Ooh. That, what's not they edible about that? Too, right? <laughs> what's not edible about that? I mean, I heard they taste like chicken. I've never tried it myself. Whoa, I've heard you taste like chicken. Doesn't mean <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Uh, good. Good. Okay, so I... Because that would be <laughs> weird. I feel the okay, sort of intensity in his eyes. I wow. wish you could see into now, Josh's Is this the part where I'm supposed to talk anything. about a bromance? No. Do you know <laughs> what a remora is? Because there's a commonality here. A remora? A remora. Remora. Is that like rigor mora? R- no, rigor it's mo- these, rig- these fish that have the, the suction cups Sorry. on the yeah. bottom of their bellies. Oh, or maybe it's the top of their heads. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it, they, they, they suction to sharks. And they're fish. And yeah, they're like fish like. Apparently, I've been accused of knocking the remora off of the sea turtle. And then the remora caught my fish, and we brought him into the boat. He suctioned himself to the bottom of the boat. It was quite an interesting So experience. wait, 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 wait. So you, you caught a sea turtle. It had a remora. You kicked the remora off, and you used the, the remora, remora to cash, catch no, something no, no. bigger? No, 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 no. Okay. I misunderstood. Yeah, I used, I, that's what I heard, too. So I used ahead. the line that was in the water with the little tiny fish to also catch the remora and then throw the remora back. Oh, oh, I see. I wasn't going to eat that thing. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Okay. I mean, suction cups don't sound tasty to me, but I, oh, you know. and I forgot the very first thing I did. I brought okay. up fire coral from the Gulf of Mexico. Sweet. Yeah, it was weird. I was about to touch the thing. My wife's, you know, I'm not well versed in uh, corals. My but you would have been. Like, <laughs> 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 She's like, that's fire coral. How did you catch fire coral? That's, that's not how my wife talks. Yes, I don't know. Hi, Lisa. Yeah. yeah sorry about that. <sighs> okay. So, um, by the way, my wife has taken up listening to our show. By the way. and uh, You say that like it's some big accomplishment. It is. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Hi, sweetheart. Glad to have you listening. So uh, uh, so there's that. So, so, guys, a lot of stuff in the news this week, but before we do that. She also would rather hear you than look at you. <laughs> well, 
Can you blame her? Um, so we have a new brew of the day, finally. <laughs> what do you say to that? Like, we're way overdue for a brew of the day. Yes, we are. Change. Gold Coast from Starbucks. Have you have you tasted it yet? To the gold. You're still drinking. To the gold one. You're still drinking out of Alexa there, it looks like. Okay, that's good. No, that's my coffee mug guy. So, I don't do Alexa. Um, Speaking of Alexa, in, no. in in uh, In the news this week, uh, I just want to point out May 25th, in honor of what you guys all know, the famous holiday that May 25th, uh, you know, is known for. Talladega it, It's Talladega Tal- <laughs> Talladega Nights. It's Talladega Day. And uh, so I don't know what day you're listening to this show or what day we'll post this show because that seems to have varied a little bit lately. But act like it didn't happen. Can you explain to us the relevance of having a towel day? Uh, Yeah. So the towel towel day is named for Douglas Adams, who is the author of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hence no washcloth day. And you now know why. He has his own day? He does. And nerds of the world everywhere carry a towel all day on towel day. That's fantastic. So if you see someone on May 25th with a towel, you will know that they are a nerd. I just found out that Blade Runner was made from uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. I had no idea. That is exactly right. So, um, but here's why I bring it up. Because a company has just invented an in-ear device that translates foreign languages in real time. (laughs) No. Is this a joke? No, this is a true... I mean, I guess it's true. It's 129 bucks. You can pre-order it now. It's a company called the the Waverly Labs, and they, they're they're calling the device the Pilot System. What and was the thing called in the uh, Babblefish? The Babblefish. That's <laughs> right. Yep. And so, shout out to Paul, who's one of our listeners who pointed this out uh, that that the Babblefish now exists. Now he didn't. Thank you, Paul. Tell us that it was the Babblefish. I, he posted it on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, it's the Babblefish. And then I I looked up the article, which is on BoardPanda.com, which you know, great what? bastion of journalism. And <clears throat> so I I. Uh, <laughs> I happened to scroll down far enough after mentioning the Babblefish, and yes, they did too. So, uh, okay, he, so that, that's very, very interesting. You know, Yahoo used to have a translating service that was called Babblefish. No, yeah, no, but I, but I am convinced that uh, you know, fifteen, twenty years from now, perhaps our main computer is in our ear. And interesting, we talk, and we talk to it. My main computer is between my ears, but. Um, uh, sorry. Speaking. No, no. Hey, speaking well, of my computer, wait, wait, wait. external you can, apparatus. You can attach to that. that. That's what's coming. Is is marrying those two computers? Yeah. Yeah. Attached well, to your brain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. So that seems very forward thinking for you, Rod. Okay. What what, uh, what have you read lately? So speaking of my I, I, my I computer, I, I don't have time to translate it to millennial speak. Oh geez, here we go. <laughs> then use whatever language you prefer. In short. Q1 of this year, I have news for you Mac people, you Mac people. In Uh, quarter one of this year, Chromebook shipments overtook Macs in the United States. Chromebook is now the second most popular desktop operating system in the U.S. Because it rocks. No, because Chromebooks are like one step better than the iPad. People realize that, especially education systems. I think think the price point might be part of that. (laughs) Uh, you know, one of the top-selling uh, Chromebooks yeah. is thirteen hundred bucks. The Chromebook oh, really? Pixel. Very yep. So uh, okay. here's what's happening, though. Th- this is why it's fascinating to me. Obviously, I I feel like I'm you know, somewhat justified in my purchase. I would here. not spend thirteen hundred bucks on a Chromebook. The Chromebook Pixel. It's a what fantastic piece of hardware. But here's the deal. 
later this year, so you, so you mentioned Google had an event this week, Google I.O. One of the big announcements at Google I.O. was that Android's Google Play Store is coming to Chromebooks later this year. So I will be able to download, install, and run Android apps on my Chromebook. Do so, you think so, that's going to come to the Chrome browser for other computers in the future? I kind of doubt it, mm. but I don't know what's under the hood enough with this platform change to know. Like, for example, um, both Android and Chrome are based on Unix. They're both based on Linux, actually. So uh, they've been developed. Uh, so is Mac. True. Uh, well, Mac, I think, is more based on GNU Linux, like an early, 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 early oh, Linux okay. than, the, than the, like, it okay. was forked from Linux a long time ago. So Okay, we'll move on before he falls asleep. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. <laughs> I had to say that. So, uh, well, I was acting it out, yes. <laughs> that was totally justified that time. Oh, I know. I was just waiting for it. What do anyway, you got? What those you got? are my news stories well, for this well, week. So, but I wanted to follow up on that a little bit. So the yeah. news on the Chromebooks are passing the Mac comes at roughly the same time as Mac announced its first quarterly loss in 13 years. I wonder if we have a convergence of things going on here. Either way. Nah, I think Apple's eating itself. It's cannibalism well, there. Well, it, 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 I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously we have... Wait, what's it called when you eat yourself? CEO. Is that called cannibalism still? It sounds like masochistic cannibalism and short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Ma well, okay, masochistic cannibalism. Masochistic. Masochistic is Ma if you like self-inflicted pain or like oh, okay. others inflicting pain, I guess. Either way. Ma masochism is when you enjoy pain. Yeah. Sadism is when you inflict pain. Right, right, right. So masochism doesn't have to be self-inflicted pain. Okay. Right. You ever heard the phrase uh, skate your lane? Yeah. Okay. I have, have not heard that You have phrase. not heard that. Skate Wait. your lane? Yes. Speed skating. Right? Uh, Boston good friend Bob Mullen. Oh, yeah. Uh, turned me on to this morning. Hey, okay. Bob. Nice. Anyway. Okay. That was interesting. Well, I'm still just I'm still troubled by the last OS update that I have because it's it's doing something with the with the RAM, um, you know. So my RAM I have eight eight gigs of RAM and I used to be bumping up against it a lot. So hey, Rod, what does that. RAM stand for? And now it's at random access memory. And now it. Good um, job. Good job. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. Sometimes see he starts it, David. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> It's a bromance. That's all it's I have not, to say. Well, it's not the only one. In the all right. That wasn't said antagonistically. But what I'm trying to say is that it's always now around 6.5. So it's clearly managing it differently. The problem is I think it's doing by putting a lot of my programs to sleep. So something that I've used recently, I bring back up and I get a spinning wheel now for a long time. It's shuffling it's what, the stuff off to your, to your virtual RAM. So I don't like it. Yeah. I don't do you like have an SSD in this machine? That's your problem. Yeah. You do have an SSD. Yeah. Huh. Are you sure? I think. No. You know what? That's on the previous one. I don't think I do on this one. You need to upgrade Wait, to an SSD. You wouldn't have had an SSD on your previous computer. You might have. That doesn't make sense. Um, so I'll, I'll mention this. So as long as we're, we're, we're still doing some news, although we only have a few seconds left. Okay. Rod, you'll appreciate this. HR 4886 has been introduced in the House of Representatives um, on March 23rd of this year. The bill would require, if passed, would require purchasers of prepaid mobile devices or SIM cards to provide identification, uh, uh. including full name, complete address, date of birth. The, the vendor is going to be required to verify this with a photo ID. Uh, they can use a W-2 or 1099 from a government agency, a credit card, debit card, or social security number. Uh, or maybe some combination of the above. This is going to totally foil spies this is on our land. Getting rid of burner phones. They, right, they will not exist. Which is anymore. what the terrorists use. 
Um, and that's why they're doing that is because terrorists use burner phones and they and they just cycle through them. I mean, they'll buy dozens at a time and cycle through them. But I'm not a terrorist. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm in favor of the legislation. I'm okay. just saying. Well, if you're I'm not just a saying terrorist, that's, then that's you what should have no at. problem giving your information to. I do have problems. Yeah, absolutely, I absolutely have a problem. Well, but you're not all, a terrorist. Don't worry first about of, it. No. First of all, I don't want. To I knew that would just give get my, him right on his horse. Go, I don't, I don't, ride it. I don't want all my data in some other database. So it's I don't just give it to the freaking government. I give it to whoever the vendor is. Well, and I don't it's not want like the my, government doesn't have it already. Well, they know who I am, but they yeah. just don't associate it with this account. Plus, I don't want my my date of birth in some freaking you know. The U.S. government has good intentions, though, Rod, David. <laughs> kind of interchangeable on this subject, I think. <laughs> yes, they do. And so, sorry, I was inspired I'm, by last week's conversation. I'm here, I'm here from the government, and I'm here to help. Oh yeah, so. good old Reaganism. Mm -hmm. All right. So, well, there's the news. There's the Great. news. Well, a little <laughs> bit of scary stuff right at the end there, but it's all in line with other scary stuff. In other true. news. <laughs> in other news. Let's get some swag. <laughs> this week's show is brought to you in part by. Oh yeah, us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself, and I. Uh, yeah, so we, we should we should uh, we should mention five ways to get response again. See if uh, see if um, if we should we mention another way. Sure. So if you've been listening to the show, you've heard us talk about this. You can you can download this free report that we prepared called Five Ways to Increase Your Response. Can you use my business as an example, like you did Rod's last week? That was fun. Yeah, we did we did use Rod's last week. So uh, wh which business are we going to use? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, the podcast because that would be interesting. The pitch. The pitch. Well, you do you do pretty good with the pitch already, anyway. I'm not sure if we're we're gonna make too many um, too many em enhancements to the way that you do this. Well, let's but, try. Okay, so two of the ways that we've mentioned before. The first way was uh, use a headline. The second way, which was last week that we talked about on the show, was make a bold promise. And then, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about is whether when you write, if you write a blog post or if you prepare a podcast, although. I'm not sure that we do this very well in our podcast. But anyway, okay. <laughs> method number three is to write from me to you. It's especially true if you're writing sales copy. From me to you. Okay. Yeah, from me to you. So it, this goes back actually to my radio days. When I started in radio, one of the things that they teach you to do is to speak directly to the listener. This might come full circle. I'm liking this. And to talk from me to you. So, and the, and, and the thinking here is that people don't listen to the radio usually in groups. They listen by themselves. Oh, yeah. And so when you're talking to them, you want to create a, a, a connection with people. You want to create sort of an emotional okay. you know, moment Absolutely. if you can. So what words do you use and what you, words do you not use? Well, w you, you would not speak about your audience or, or write to your audience in, in the third, the third person. person. Yes, okay. you would not say they, you know, he or she. Thank you, know, you for listening. Everything is about you. And the beauty of you is that So you can't say our listeners, Rod. You got to stop saying that. And the word they. They. Are listening. And you know what? I've done it too. But what's weird about our podcast, honestly, is that we talk to one another. Yes. And so I might say to you, Josh, something about The Pitch, which I think is a great show. And yes, I will listen to a more recent episode and give you some I would feedback. love your feedback. I haven't listened in a while. In radio, I'm I know you would have I, fantastic I, I feedback. I fell, fell off the wagon. I haven't listened in a little while. So I apologize. No, get back on your wagon. But if I'm talking to you and now I suddenly want to speak to a listener. These course analogies are great. And I say... Hey, if you'd like to download a copy of this free report, you need to go to gtdshow.com slash response. Yeah. Well, that's weird because who's you? Is it you, Josh, or is it you, the listener? So it's a little weird in our particular podcast case, but on your Should website- we come up with a name for our listeners? No. just know? I don't want to name them. Bob? 
Well, Bob listens. I said. I said. Well, I, said I don't I think do. we should try and name them. Okay, all. not Bob. Yeah, we can't name them all because, like, our newest Geronimo. I like our that. favorite. Our new favorite. Our favorite new listener. Which one did we decide she was? I forgot now. Skip over it, because otherwise, just keep going. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she wouldn't answer to Bob. Okay. <laughs> and Jill, who's listening today, she wouldn't answer to Bob, although okay. she does talk to Bob. So but when we're writing email, you talk to the person. Always. You're writing from me to you. So And, and the re- again, you're writing email, blog posts, any communication, any copy, any content marketing. It's about emotion. It's about creating a connection. And, and, and this could sound like a subtle thing, but it's, it's really no, big. It's not subtle at all. No. I mean, and you see it all the time. The, those that have the most um, engagement, whether it's uh, talk radio, whether it's writing, um, any of that, there's always that emotional engagement with the listener or the reader or the viewer for that matter. And it's very different from journalism, right? Journalism, you never write. It's supposed to be. Right. So, so anyway. So you, your, you'll. Yep. Uh, the, and, and I always say, look, in our marketing training, which we brought up last week when we were talking about this, I always said there's there's one word, this is the single most powerful word you can use in marketing, and I usually would poll people, and the, you know, your first answer you get is free, you know, <laughs> but actually the most powerful word you can use is you, because it helps yeah. people understand, this is for me, yeah. I should take action on How this. How what you're talking about relates to them. Exactly. So if you'd like to get the rest of the five ways, go to gtdshow.com slash response. And you can get your own copy of Five Ways to Speaking of response, response, we've had a pretty good response from this thing so far. I think so. People seem to like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I, I'm, I'm glad it's useful to people. That's right. That's always exciting. So uh, we have other stuff to discuss today. What are we going to talk about? Uh, I, I like Gary Vaynerchuk's recent uh, Medium article uh, that he titled, Numbers Don't Matter, Influence Does. And it goes in line with sort of what we've been talking about a little bit recently. But I think that it shows that there's a real strong increasing understanding that in social media it's not all about the numbers at all it's about who those numbers are and uh, what they represent same thing with what you're talking about last week with micro influencers it's exactly. the exact same concept and that's what i'm saying hmm. um wh- one of the things that uh, gary and, and our listeners i'm sure they don't all know who gary vanderchuk is but if you don't you gary v ask gary v yep uh, the entire marketing world, he says, is blinded by the notion that more impressions always correlate to a successful piece of content. Sad part is most of them don't care about the business outcomes. And that's the like, boom, statement in there. And he's just got it, you know, parenthetically. It's true. It, it is true. He said, for example, you might hear somebody say 500,000 people saw my YouTube pre-roll ad. But the truth is that they likely didn't. What probably happened was that as soon as the ad started, the viewer clicked away to another tab or did something else or looked at their phone. So, so even though they didn't pay attention, the analytics annoyed show it. with my ad. That's right, exactly. You annoyed five thousand people, and so his point is, you know, what's the value in that? One of the takeaways I had from it, he says, uh, further down, even the thought that a low number of followers can be considered quote irrelevant makes no sense to me. You can have ten, ten thousand, or a million followers, and all it takes is for one post to be noticed by one person to cause a social media chain reaction. The absolute number does not matter. One reach. Re- one <laughs> retweet, retweet, retreat. One post, one link in an email is enough to get the ball rolling. And I got to thinking, if you could, if you could create your your five top followers, and if you only had five followers, would you be one? But no. But think, who would you want ideally in there? And then think how much better that would be than a million whoever's as this, far as engagement and influence going forward. If one of them just occasionally would retweet or mention yours, things would explode for you. So. This Going circles to back point. to what we were just talking about, about writing for me to you, right? Because if you 
think about your followers, it's less important to gain a bigger number of followers, and it's more important to gain a deeper connection with your followers. Right. 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 So if you had to pick five, you would pick five that clicked on, shared, retweeted, activated, you know, followed the link, did whatever for everything you posted. Right. Well, that's that's why remarketing works so well because they've interacted with your stuff before. Right. It, unless it's based purely on impressions, in which case. In which case, yeah. Then yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. remarketing. I mean, a page load is a form of an impression. Right. So he says, remember, it's not about depth, but it's still more valuable. Or it is Maybe. about depth, not about width. Right. So we're all familiar with the mile deep and an inch. Nope. Yeah, it could be. That's what you want. A mile deep and an inch wide? Yeah. That's give what me, you that's a, actually Give that's me what an you inch want. and I'll take a mile? Um it's no. Um but so it's not about how many you reach, it's about how you connect with them. And that's and that's our point here. Yeah. And to to the point of, you know, your responses uh, is that if you connect with them in a personal, emotional way, you have great engagement. And that engagement with a thousand could be way better um if you are able to uh, if you are able to work through say a micro influencer um, you know that has a thousand highly engaged followers than somebody that might have a million you know Twitter followers that aren't engaged really at all yep. I, I feel like this is not just a social media strategy I, I really feel like this is a business strategy right if you create products for the people who are your biggest fans if you create like Josh you were talking about this a couple weeks ago with with the idea that that you find these little cultures these little miniature subcultures oh yeah and you connect with them, right? But if you if you have a if you have a subculture of your own customers, clients, you know, whatever that have done business with you in the past, and that you find the things that they're enthusiastic about, where your business is concerned, mm-hmm. and you just keep ringing that bell, whether it's content you create, tweets that you you know, Facebook video, whatever it might be that you do, um, but 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 even down to the way that your customer service processes work, or the way that your um, when you're when they when they call on the phone, what happens? If, if that's designed around, you know, what's going to ring the bell of those people, you know what I mean? Like if they like science fiction, you might pick up the phone and say, 42. <laughs> yeah, this is extent. Yeah, if you need to reach me, dial extension 42. Uh, it reminds me of an article. You guys may have seen this article. This is a, actually, it's quite well known now. I ran across it a number of years ago, but it's called 1,000 True Fans. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever heard of this article? Never heard of it. It is. It was written in 2008, and it's on a website, ironically called kk.org, uh, which we can we, we can link onto this. But, it, but the article, um, what is that? That's getting oh. dangerous. Uh, yeah, it's, there's there's only two Ks. Okay, One we're letter not, away. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not doing three Ks here. But the article is written with the idea that if you are um, a musician, for example. Or if you are a, uh, a, a a novelist, right? You don't really need a million fans. All you really need is a thousand true fans. And uh, and the and the theory is is pretty simple. It's like if you can find a thousand true fans and and a, and, a, and a thousand true fans. What a, a true fan is? Someone here. Let me read this. A true fan is defined as someone who will purchase anything and everything you produce. If you're a musician, they'll drive 200 miles to see you in concert, right? If they're uh, they're going to be the one that buys the super deluxe reissued high res box set of your stuff, even though they already have the low res version, right? <laughs> These are true fans. They have a Google alert set up for your name. They bookmark the eBay page where your out of print editions show up. Wait, a Google alert for my name? Yeah, they come to your that's openings. Obsessed. They have they sign your you have they have you that's, sign their that's copy. The point. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't do that if you're listening. They're true fans, in other words. So if you can get a thousand of those, you can make a living. Interesting. You don't need 
a million partial fans, you need a thousand true fans, and that's all you need. And that actually seems kind of doable, right? Right? It does in that respect. I don't know. That sounds so, hard. So, so platform wise. But if you go deep, all right, right? These are, these are all people that like likely I would have emailed or like right. really got already connected had a, with. interaction with, and they're gonna they're gonna open the email when you send it, right? Yeah. And they may very well share it, right? Yeah, no, I, I think this just this manually takes a lot of work. Anyway, there's, there's more to the article, but the theory of, of the article is is what I've just presented, and it it is really worth a read, and it uh, it has sparked a lot of interesting thought over the years since then. It's, it's yeah. gonna, I can't believe it's eight years old actually. Wow. When I think about that. But see, a lot of these concepts, even though some of them become new to different social media platforms, the concepts are still always true. Exactly. Um, so I found one last thing interesting in Gary's um, Gary Vaynerchuk's medium piece, and that's um, he had a new book release recently. And he chose to do it on Instagram because he felt he feels like Instagram has the um, most passionate engagement of followers. Um, he sent uh, free advance copies to more than 1,000 in Instagram influencers and asked them to post a long-form review with a photo. He didn't use Amazon or Twitter or blog or, or, or otherwise, but he wanted to use Instagram for them. And he says, why? And I just love this phrasing. Because I day trade in attention. Ooh. And I understand that this tactic was going to command the most amount of awareness. And again, he's looking at who has engagements, not about the numbers. Ooh. It's about the engagement. He felt like the Instagram one was the so most he, effective. He said he found a thousand influential people on Instagram. Right. Wow. Right. So I'm thinking that was his staff deeply involved with that. But um, nonetheless, I, now, I, granted, that is a lot. And, and you know, I don't know how he, he waded through those. But the point is, if you did 100... I think the idea still stands using Instagram based on the, the engagement of them. I wonder if they use like mile high for that. Group high? Group high. Group high. <laughs> Whatever. Group high. They're a mile high. They are. I remember. Because yeah. they're in Colorado. Mm, okay. Um, so anyway, I, admit, I just find that very, uh, when I was reading that and reading this, I'm thinking, dang it, I'm going to have to rethink my Instagram hatred. And I may have to actually get involved with it just for business reasons. Yeah, but you can't pinch and zoom, so just you know, set your I, I can't what you can't pinch and zoom. I can't believe. Why that's can't they the... just change that? Is it so hard to okay, respond? Listen, 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 to customers. Is it so hard? No, 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 no. Yeah, apparently it is. No, I'm not the only one. That by says excluding this. folks like you, they're including a bunch of other people, and that's the point. They're right? going deep. They're not going after you, Rod. I mean, I hate so to say So they it, don't want people who want to be able to zoom in on a photo? No, you belong on Facebook. I am Ooh, on Facebook. Oh, that's rude. You can be I, I know, perfectly happy kinda, on I'm Facebook. Feeling, it's now it's personal. Like, I feel yeah. like he's now he's, next he's going to say the retirement home or something. I'm speaking the truth. Okay, speaking of Facebook, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you guys saw this. It's, it's a couple weeks old, this a story. A well-designed photograph doesn't need to be zoomed in on. That's That was their point. It's a tiny little thing. And and not everybody on Instagram, I, I would dare say, most people on Instagram don't have well-designed photos. It's all about curating good shots. Like, it, But I, I don't it, think it is anymore. It, oh, speaking I of that, agree, I, I agree. saw the greatest The quality thing. has gone down. Right. I saw the greatest video this week. It was this couple, on they were out on a date, and they were in a coffee shop, and the guy decided to take a picture before the, you know, she's waiting for him, and he finally comes with his cappuccino or whatever, and he sits down. Okay. And before they start talking, he's going to take a picture. 
and then he's distracted and she's getting ticked because he's trying a new angle and then that doesn't work and then he needs better light <laughs> and then pretty soon he calls for somebody and they come over like it's old guy with his with his magazine or something he's holding it up so that it blocks the shadow in a certain oh, way and wow. then he calls for somebody else and they bring lights and pretty soon there's like <laughs> oh, 30 great. crew members helping him get oh, the shot <laughs> for his Instagram photo that's great yeah, it, was, it was priceless just so it, nobody has the zoom in to see it better because <laughs> the lighting is perfect <sighs> it oh, was that's really but well done too that's similar to one i saw a yeah. while back that had it was uh, you know like a, a boyfriend girlfriend and they're traveling somewhere and but it's with her she wants the pictures taken everywhere and it's like every stop they have <laughs> every single place Ooh, this is colorful Ooh, get me this way Ooh, get me this way and his whole trip is taking pictures of her and posting them there's a. You guys heard, I wouldn't mind it, that if it were my wife. I'd, I'd take pictures of her everywhere. I think he got tired of it. Do you guys see the things there. about uh, <laughs> Instagram dads or like Instagram husbands or something? And oh. just basically, they're just like, they really like, go anywhere. They're slaves to their wife to get, like get the perfect shot. Uh, and like just, and I'm an Instagram dad, like oh, showing him funny. like. That's doing funny. something oh, ridiculous. I think it, that's what it was. It was related to that. Yeah, I'm an Instagram boyfriend. I'm an Instagram yeah. husband. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. great. I think if you Google it, you'll find something. That's it, was, it was funny. That is funny. Okay. So uh, I'm bringing this up because I feel like we, we never covered this and we really need to because I think it affects all of us. We're all, we're all dealing with Facebook, whether we want to or not. Facebook... <laughs> uh, had a story published in Gizmodo a couple of weeks ago. Can we start referring to them as something else? I'm just getting tired of hearing the word Facebook. Can we call them the big F or something? <laughs> Josh, you can call them that and we'll know who you're talking about. Uh, they, uh, a report surfaced on Gizmodo that their trending topics team was suppressing here? conservative news stories from appearing in the sidebar. You know the little sidebar, the trending story sidebar? Uh, specifically, the report alleged that content regarding Mitt Romney, Rand Paul, murdered Navy SEAL Chris Kyle, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, and other conservative issues was explicitly being refused visibility under trending topics despite its prominence in discussions across social media. Mm, that's BS. You think so? That is... I don't think it is. And Actually, the Facebook employees admitted No, no, no. It. Right. No, no. I'm saying that's... Oh, that they, that did, they did that. Yeah. That is complete bull. Ah, that's totally ex uh, expected. I mean, come on, people. Look at, look at the um, pool they're drawing from. I mean, it's a monolithic worldview of people. I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. I know that. The pool of employees that right. they're drawing from. Okay. So there's an addendum to this, though, that we want to get into. Because, come on. Because this just happened, and I was just listening to it um, yesterday afternoon and then reading about it this morning. And that is that um, Facebook... The very top, top people at Facebook met with top conservatives. Like Zuck? Zuckerberg and the and the lady CEO, whose name I can't remember. Yeah. And by top conservatives, are we talking about like uh, it, real conservatives? Glenn Beck. Or? Uh, Glenn Beck, uh, AEI. Um, there was a list of about seven or eight American Enterprise Institute. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, there was, a, there was a whole bunch of them. And they met with them because of this one story that Gizmodo did. But was uh, and the employee admitted it and all. I, but because of this one story, they this is fascinating to me. Okay, and this and this was Beck's take coming out of it was that Facebook met with them. They invited them in based off this one story because what they saw with this one story was that all of conservatism exploded against Facebook and Zuckerberg and the others realized this is a problem because we're serving 
the world. A lot of conservatives. Yes, and yeah. the world is in this country. The world the, is filled with a lot of conservatives consuming. I mean, Beck has like three and three and a half million or something followers. I mean, there's a ton of that, right? And and they realize we need to be able to serve everybody. They invited it on. They explained how it worked. They explained why they were using those uh, news choosers, which was only temporary till they got their algorithm. It was an outsourced um, deal at the time, right? Yeah, and were, so, and so, but they responded. Uh, you know, Beck saying, you know, we've had problems with the mainstream media, all these other things that they, you know, conservatives complain about, and all. Nobody's ever reached out to us. He said he has problems with the Republican Party. Never reached out. He said Facebook reached out to us and wanted to talk to us and get our input. And he said to him, he was saying, this is the sign of a company that realizes they're a global company and they have to figure out how to operate with conservatives and liberals in the U.S., but also understand what things mean in uh, Belgium, in right. the Philippines, in Colombia, and be able to work all that through because they are a global co company and they are trying to listen to everybody. I just so, found that fascinating to have that recognition beyond what is clearly, I mean, you know, Zuckerberg's not quite about his own personal political views, um, and that's perfectly fine, but he's trying to, clearly trying to run his company above and beyond that. Well, they need to because when you think about the influence, oh, the big Z's growing up of Facebook, they have the eyeballs of more human beings on the planet than any other website. Oh yeah, certainly and than any other social suggesting network. Suggesting that I follow Mark Zuckerberg, I followed like he's the only suggested person I ever see. Interesting. It's very irritating. Um, but they, they do. They have a responsibility for this because they could influence the outcome of elections. They could influence Absolutely. and slant certain stories. Like, if you sure. read a given story, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine this morning who talked about his son is in Israel this week, and his son uh, is over there on a, on, a, on a trip. He's in college, and, and they're over there with his uh, college fraternity. And on the street, uh, a story uh, uh, surfaced that uh, a Palestinian guy at a bus stop pulls a knife and starts stabbing. He stabs an old woman. He starts stabbing people or whatever. And because he's stabbing people, the uh, Israeli authorities shoot the guy. Well, the headline in the news is Israelis shoot Palestinian on the street. Hmm. Now, that's a little bit how things get covered in our country, too. Just right. to insert African-American. It's just a fresh example. So right. if you if you take one one media outlet that covers the story perhaps more accurately which is Palestinian guy starts randomly stabbing people and and ends up getting shot because he's assaulting people with a deadly weapon you're like good thing right uh, or you take the media outlet that says hey th those israelis killed another palestinian well then you know which which story should be paid attention to by facebook and Facebook has an, an, an editorial yeah. opportunity then to spin right well this is like tech meme they got in trouble back in the day because they were changing headlines because they felt like it was their job to make the headline more in line with what the article actually said. So they would filter stuff. And if, you know, people were making their headlines too clickbaity, they would change them. Still send traffic to the site, but change the headline. Yeah. So uh, how does this affect us? It's it, Part of it is, is political, of course. But how does this affect your business, right? I mean, I mean in other words, in, in what way are our stories, our content pieces, our promotions and other things being affected editorially either by actual editors, which was the case in the in the right. trending topics deal, or by the algorithm. And um, uh, it, it's it's another example of why it's 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 problematic long term. Now we all have to do Facebook because that's where the, the eyeballs are. But it's problematic long term to be on someone else's platform. It is. It's true. And there's no way around it, but as much as possible it seems like it's safe to be on Facebook 
to have your presence there, to make sure things are posted there, but to always try and point them back to a platform you own. Agreed. And uh, uh, so uh, there's a there's an ar uh, an article uh, that will share uh, where Facebook has offered some clarity on getting brand messages through audiences to the news feed. We'll share that with you. There's also a video you can watch. Uh, and it, it's really I, I should say it's a little bit of transparency about how the news feed works. And it's worth uh, it's worth checking it out. Although we've covered a lot of this material on the on the podcast. In the past. Can we talk about why I'm so stoked today? We should. Why don't we do that when we come back? Let's We're going to take a it. break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to find out why Josh <laughs> is ridiculously this way today. And uh, we've also got other great stuff coming. Part of any healthy diet for an entrepreneur should involve some vitamins. You need supplements sometimes. You need, you need minerals at other times, but vitamins. You need inspiration. That's in, right. Right to the cellular level. In t-shirt, <laughs> mug, or I, I don't poster recommend that you, form. Yeah, I don't recommend that you actually consume these, but it is cool to have some swag sitting around that reminds you about how awesome it can be. Man, I, I could go for some startup gummies. Do they have startup gummies on there? Ooh, boy, that would be that would be fun. That do, would do, be you, fun. do you do you like gummy vitamins? Is that what you're saying? Oh well, yeah. I was just thinking like, what what would they be in the shape of? Uh, Inspirational. I don't know gummies i don't know but if you need posters brainstorm here posters, cool stuff inspirational yeah. things hoodies uh we should uh encourage you to check out what, what do they say what, startup what vitamins they say startup vitamins. uh ideas don't work unless you do innovate or die innovate or die <laughs> passion never fails never stop hacking quality is the best business plan uh then there's that mug that keeps following me everywhere doesn't follow me gsd baby yeah. experiment fail learn repeat anyway a lot of good stuff yep. uh, lots of t-shirts like like i say you really do want to check this out you can visit gtdshow.com slash startup startup uh-huh i almost goofed it up it's gtd do no no gtdshow.com slash startup startup all right we're back with more of episode 68 and josh Looks stoked. Can I take it over? Can I take it, take it over? Let's Josh. do this, baby. Take it away. All right, I got a word for you. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. Okay. How do you feel about virtual reality? I don't have a feeling about virtual reality because I haven't actually experienced virtual reality. You, you never did any of those walk-in games at some of the uh, arcade centers when arcade... Uh, when arcades were trying to Surprised make it. Surprised there were arcades in your memory. That's cool. Yeah, I am well, too. I, I remember when I was, I don't know, maybe I was 10, maybe I was 12, somewhere around there walking in and seeing somebody, you know, with this haptic suit on. And shoot, I think I actually went in it. I remember using it and seeing like, it was, it was very, like you had blocks and like, but like, yeah, there were like 15 people in this in this simulation. And I remember like walking around, like interacting with other characters in this. Wow. And of course it was just it was very basic like grid, like you're almost in space. You had this platform and Did uh, it look like Tron? Blah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that like, would be like cool. Dark that would be cool. Dark background. I want to ride the motorcycle in Tron. So I, I had a Oh heck yeah. I had a client on in, that um was uh, connected with virtual reality and that they were writing software to connect um, for realtors um, who were selling, this, this is Sorry, good. I though. did not think you were going. Were they in yeah. Second Life? They were. No, they were selling. Um, so realtors who are selling properties that haven't been built yet, like condos. Oh, for them to do like virtual tours. And they, and they would take the, the all the architectural renderings and the blueprints and everything. Oh, and sure. They wrote software for VR then 
that would translate it. And when I was there, I got to watch some of it and got to walk through some condos that weren't built yet. And it was very cool. That's fantastic. Some of the weird stuff is looking down and not seeing your feet. Right. Yeah. Did you get sick? Yeah. Did you have like a motion thing going? I with? didn't. Really? No. So that's one of the big problems that it that they're. Do you know about. the the new hotel they're building next to the Ritz downtown Sarasota? Yeah. Did you know for to sell those condos, they would take people up on the crane and show them what their view is going to be? Oh dang! And like then before they before they, they broke ground, or and then anything. they say, "Look, <laughs> buy now or we let go." <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Here's the contract. Here's the contract. Yeah. You're going to want to sign this. So uh, why do you bring it up? Okay, so a couple of years, how long ago was it that, that the big F bought uh, Oculus Rift? Two years ago, I think, uh, was the big Oculus Rift transaction. And I remember Oculus Rift being like, you know, like they were they were kind of cool stuff. It back was in the a little day more than two years ago because it was two years ago at Google I.O. that Google released Cardboard. Google which Cardboard. Was like, they, said, they bought which, all of Oculus, right? Okay, so you yeah, saw that yeah. too and thought, huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because Facebook okay. had just spent like however many yeah, billion yeah, yeah, dollars yeah. and Google's like here's a piece of carp yeah the big G yeah the big F <laughs> this is getting good All so right. <laughs> yeah like okay so I'm getting excited about virtual reality for the first time ever okay I've I've always just thought like why why would I want to like put on this thing and it's always these goggles over your eyes and it's like I don't want a screen that close to my eyes just something like that just seems really weird to me and like not have you, fun. so have you tried it now well no not I have I've been not interested in Oculus Rift I've been okay. not interested in Google Card I don't want to strap a smartphone to my face March, <laughs> March 2014 what? Facebook bought Oculus for 2 billion dollars okay yeah. okay and and I'm starting to get the future of it most of this stuff is kind of happening in stealth mode but then, I think it was two weeks ago, I read about a company called Magic Leap. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've raised, I forget the number, it keeps like, it's, changing. Yeah, it's, it's a big number. In the uh, billions. Yeah. They've raised, I, I want to say like 1.6 billion. I don't know that that's right. Maybe it's 1.1 billion. Who cares? Well, they do, but go ahead. Yeah, they're the, they're the hottest <laughs> new, new unicorn. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they don't, have a, they don't have a public product yet. Right. And they're about as secretive as Apple has been about what they're building. And there's there's a Wired article which we'll we'll link to in the show notes. I'll I'll send this over to you. Um, it the doesn't, untold doesn't it say the investors, the major investors, who they are. They got to one billion. Uh, Is that they revealed? They did mention some of them. Yes. Okay, because that would be telling too. Who's investing in them? Yeah, the, some pretty big players. Okay. So very interesting stuff. So, the, but they did release a little bit about it. They released kind of a demo video showing how this works. So, are you guys familiar with the different types of virtual reality? Yeah, it, it, yeah because a lot of people get things confused when you put on an oculus or when you're wearing a samsung gear that these is... are not virtual reality for the most part what they are doing is um is it's like a spatial real no that's not the way well, to describe it no it seems it's like it's a form of virtual reality no because often what they're doing is they're overlaying digital stuff on the real world you know uh, and so it's it's okay, augmented. So, so what my clients were doing yes. w wasn't doing that, right? Right. When you walk into a virtual space that right. where you're not actually looking at the room around you, but instead right. you're seeing something else. Yes. Then that it, and we need we need to really get. And this is Google Glass did this. That's immersive video. So that's that's virtual reality takes things to another level. When you have virtual reality, you actually have like the suit you were talking about. Right. Josh. You have a full you have suit feedback. Where you, can, yeah. Yeah. you you have you have more tactical tactile sure. experiences than just visually. Immersive video is the idea that you're watching something and you you are, you are now no longer seeing the room that you're in. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so we really need to get clearer about the the, the so, actual. Yeah. Okay, but even Go- then, you're seeing the room that you're in. Like with the realtors, but you can't see your hands. You can't interact with okay. stuff. Okay, but you can walk through the room and go through different rooms. This is where this is where I'm, I'm leaning. So okay, so Google Glass augmented reality was the term, and it does like overlay things, almost like windows and like corners, you know, with like a countdown timer or like a pop up that you'd see in the corner of your like, window on your Mac that says you got a, a new piece of mail. Like right. something like that would happen. Right. Or like, yeah, there's a, a bunch of different implementations of this. What? Magic Leap is building right now and what is getting people so excited is a thing called mixed reality. Right. Where they can create this orb that sits like at the center of this table that we're that we're looking at here. Where if I look at you, David, the orb goes out of focus. Yeah, this is if I like it literally I, I turn my head and it moves in my Right. It understands the room that you're in, it's mapped the environment. And it's it's laying things on top. This is what Microsoft's HoloLens demo showed. Anyway, sure. we haven't actually seen the HoloLens and what it's capable of. But this okay. was this, this was they this were was the HoloLens article as well. Yeah. Super interesting stuff. So the idea being, and this is kind of the demo that they showed, that you could come at at some point in the future and sit down at your desk, and there's nothing at your desk but a plant, a, a piece of note paper, whatever, a cup of coffee. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah. French press. It was assumed. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and your virtual mixed reality, I'm sorry, glasses kick in you know, yeah. the, as they, you would be living with them on or whatever. And all of a sudden. You have a user interface. Yeah, for, you have for, a user for interface. All your stuff. So, this, so this is, is like a uh, minority report. Minority report. Yes. Totally. That's where I was and going. And you, know, yeah. you do gestures and stuff. But I, what I think is cool is the ability at some point when AI, when Siri gets smart enough. To, to actually talk oh, to your computer. I'm not waiting around for Siri. Holy crap. She's so stupid. She's gone backwards. She's, I, yeah. I hate her. Oh, man. Me too. I'm also kind of She has her. gone back. I used to like think, oh, like her voice is like endearing like for a... Now I'm like, that is the most irritating voice I've ever not heard. not even that. She just doesn't... She doesn't recognize my voice, my wife's voice. And both of us have like given up on using her. Oh, I'm seriously... Every time I like accidentally say something to her, I, I start calling her names. And of right. course, she tries to defend herself. Siri, you're full of crap. She, anyway, that she was, does take it personally. I've noticed. I, <laughs> oh yeah, I I, I, I feel like you know, she's built that way. I wonder defensive. if there's like a graph that shows people's sentiment towards Siri over time. I would really like to see because <laughs> I'm sure it's just <laughs> like when the 4s yeah. came out and Siri was brand new. Everybody was thrilled, right? And then yeah, and then everything fell apart from there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but at some okay, yeah, you definitely derailed me there. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start skating my lane here in a second. Okay. Anyway, whatever th- that means. So yeah, are so, you going to tell me what it means, or do I have to look it up? <laughs> like, it, like it in sounds your, like it's self self explanatory in, in your element, like doing the things that like you're, you stay you're in your at. lane. Like yeah, you, like yeah, you're when, really like good. Speed at, skaters, you know, they have to stay in their lanes, and then they switch, you know, a certain times so that somebody doesn't always have an inside track. They switch, so they but they have to stay in their lane. I thought you said skate in the lane, but he did. So but, I was going spe- speed skaters. Yeah. Did you say skate? Yeah, skate. Yeah, but skate in skate in the lane versus skate in your lane might be a different. Thing. I was, so you I said, may have gotten it confused earlier. I don't remember what I said. Yes, folks, I am detail oriented and I am a geek. Your I thought he said skate in your lane, but okay. it's like a clock. I was just trying to understand. Sure. It's okay. It's all. It's all good. I was just. Anyways, super. So, like, imagine being living in your living room and saying, "I want to battle some zombies now," but instead of turning on the TV, I want the zombies to come out of my fourth bedroom. And you accidentally kill your own child. No, because you're holding a virtual gun, oh, or okay. you might actually be holding a real yeah, gun. Yeah, but you might actually swing. That only has. Fir- this yes. is a problem. This with has been having happening it, with the Wii 
You know, I know, but well, it has been people crash their televisions yeah, with the you're, oh, yeah. you're using remotes. your eyes with the Wii stick. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, this was taking that away from you. This is mixed. You this is hold on. This is mixed reality. If it's mixed, okay, it's that's mixed. better. Uh. But if it's if it's immersive, right? I am video super excited about real mixed virtual reality. reality. Yeah, you need like a holodeck. See, the idea with the holodeck made yeah. it safe yeah. because you went into a special chamber that was the virtual reality space. Sure. And then if there was somebody else in there, they were in there at their own risk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, you know what I mean? It's super. I'm like, yeah. I'm just excited. I mean, the possibility that any wall could become a screen or you decide right. you want the the <laughs> the back half of your house to look out at the Pacific Ocean, a live stream of the Pacific Ocean right now. Right. And so it eliminates the wall. Okay, I love that. Like gives you or, or maybe you do it so it looks like there's actually a window there. Like whatever. Like right. it's insane. It's and, cool, but okay, so so but from a business standpoint, right? Unless you're investing, we don't have to tie this back to business. Unless you're investing in software, I'm just excited about you're it. You're building the hardware. I, I still I'm I'm doing Are you handling communications for those that do? Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm still a little dubious about how you make money with this. Like, well, I don't think you do at this point. But you will at some point. Like, people even figured out how to make money on Second Life. That's the reason I was asking about Second Life and the realtors. Is that, I, you know, I, I actually got a Second Life account some years back and went and looked around. And what you found is that brands were there. They yeah. had like established presences. And I had a friend who, um, he's a he's he's an educator, and he was at Virginia Tech when the shooting took place. Yeah, he was on he was on staff there at the time. And he built in in Second Life a memorial that was an interactive memorial for all of the people who died, and it was very moving. It was like it was wow, you know. And so there were immersive experiences. Now I say they're immersive; they all took place on a two D screen because right. you were in Second Life on your computer. Sure, sure. but uh, but that was like to me it was a little bit of a preview of what's possible. Like there well, might. Well, I think I think we can maybe even see that more clearly now with some of the technology. Looking around the corner, you can take this magic leap and say, how do you? You know, how do you use that for a company and all? Well, if you are a company, if, if everybody or most everybody has some form of a magic leap in 15 years from now, just like 15 years ago, social media was pretty much an unknown term. Now everybody's on it. And so now if everybody has a magic leap, it's a common thing, then you're clearly catering to that audience through that medium, just like we do now with Facebook and Twitter and everything I else. I can't believe you guys are trying to come up with learnings from this. Well, no, no, it's, no, no but it's I fun just to, want no, to revel in the possibilities. Well, this because more crazy. than that, how can you use the power? I mean, right, this is, yeah, you're going to be totally able to create practical. This is this is great stuff. You can already buy the cameras that you can use to shoot, you know, 360 degree video, right. so that you can show. And YouTube supports it now. YouTube will actually allow the display of 360 degree video using. You can upload them to YouTube, and people can watch. Right. If they have a Gear VR, I guess, or one of these devices, I, I think gaming is going to lead the way. Obviously, because you know it'll it always be entertainment that, that that leads the way. But you can commercialize that. Minecraft released uh, a, a a a 3D uh, version uh, for the Gear VR recently. I have a theory, folks. Okay, here's my theory. What's your theory? Whatever platform that that takes off as far as mixed or virtual reality or both. Whatever company owns the lion's share becomes the next Facebook or Google of that space or gets bought by Google. Oh, dear God, I hope not. Well, Oculus is already, you know. I, I don't think it's Oculus. Oculus like, I'm, I'm seeing magically, but Google, I'm seeing what they're building. and We don't know where Oculus will go. Google either, Google announced Daydream VR uh, this okay. week. Have you, so, uh, have you looked into that at all? Uh, no. It, it, was one of their, it was one of their announcements, uh, you know. So here's my theory. This net, whatever platform start, gets the traction in VR is the one that's going to choose the cryptocurrency that is the one that ultimately 
we all start using. So there's this argument that um, Bitcoin and some of these other, like, like who's going to win? Which one do I want to start using? Which cryptocurrency is whatever? And, and I'm not ready to choose, but I think that whatever platform has these virtual reality users that has most of these people here and decides well, we're going to make either make up our own cryptocurrency or this is the cryptocurrency we accept to buy gadgets or device. So like, what if, you know, with your magic leap, to like I have this really cool R2D2. I want R2D2 in my home. I want an R2D2. Somebody else created it. I want it. a BB8. It's freaking awesome. I, I don't know what the thing actually does other than talk to you, make you happy, better than an actual pet cuz it doesn't poop everywhere. I don't know. Like we'll we'll see what it, what it ends up becoming. But and I want to buy this thing. How do I buy it? I think that's and obviously I'm kind of going down a tangent so, here, but isn't that interesting? I think Google Google's going to probably lead the way to some degree because because they are um with with daydream, I don't know if you guys saw this, but what they're doing is they're not just building a thing like Gear VR, for example. They're building a platform. So, um, are you familiar with the Nexus phones from Google? Oh, yeah. yeah so sure. Google Google created Google has always said we're not really a hardware company, right? But they bought Motorola, which they later spun off, and they created the Nexus division, which creates hardware. And what they what they did with Nexus, I don't have a Nexus phone, but if you have a Nexus phone, what you have is what they consider to be the reference device for the Android platform. Sure. So like so every other make... manufacturer should aspire to build a device like this, right? Uh -huh. And so Google is not so much trying to compete in the space as much as they are saying, here's the bar. And so they're going to do the exact... But it's irritating with other manufacturers when they sell it for super low. Well, yeah, yeah. But, so uh, but at the end of the day, these other manufacturers have done well. Google is doing the same thing with Daydream. So what they're going to do is they're going to build uh, the reference device... But but Daydream is a platform that anybody else can build for. So the other manufacturers, that their goal is going to be to do the same kind of thing. So that's so, actually that, that's oh, the Windows concept. Every, okay, hold on, you know hold on. Except that Microsoft never actually every built hardware single, in the early well, days. No, but but what I'm saying there is that they they were open source, so anybody could write for it. Every single virtual that, reality platform. Windows as, wasn't as open source, but but the but the PC chips were. Okay, they they weren't open source. That's not true. But they were clonable. Every, you could you could you look, could anybody yeah. anybody could write software for a Windows okay. operating and, and, machine and anybody, as opposed to an Apple operating and anybody machine. could sell a device with Windows on it. Right. Whereas they're, they're all do whereas this. with Apple, I you know the uh, OS ten Google Day, Daydream is. I mean, maybe they're the the first to do it. But yeah, any virtual reality platform that's worth its salt. So it'll become like the VHS to, sort of thing. But, but one the, of them will emerge at some point as yeah, the dominant platform. But Google is the elephant in the room. I mean, they have the resources. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm keeping my eye out for Magic Leap. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. And, and maybe that, they'll be acquired. There's a lot of resources there, too. Yeah. Clearly. All right. So when we come back, we have a tool of the day, which I'm excited to hear about, and, uh, and more. But before we do that, we want to talk... We, Grammarly. We want to talk about Grammarly. Because, yes, we do. And the reason why is because it is just so... Darn helpful. Cute. If, if, your, if your spelling and your grammar and whatnot is not that great. If only it could help me find Why did you tab. look at me right there? Why are you going to look at me? It's like Rod I'm in a plug-in. If we were to take vision. Rod and put him into a plug-in. It would be Grammarly without all the attitude. Right. <laughs> Which actually would be really great. Wait, Why don't you turn yourself into no, no, a plug-in? No, Grammarly would be Rod without the attitude. Rod right. wouldn't be Grammarly without the attitude. That doesn't work. No. Yeah. So no, Grammarly would, yeah. This right. is why you need both a syntax checker 
and a grammar checker, right? Knowing that the words are spelled correctly is half the battle. If you were turned into a plugin, you would be the syntax plugin. But see, Grammarly <laughs> will even check you on the theirs. That's what I mean. You know, yeah. so. and I would be the plugin to help you find the right emoji. You'd be the test. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of right emoji. No. All right, Tool so of the Day. Grammarly, well, we'll come back to Tool of the Day in a minute, but Grammarly is great. If you haven't checked it out, you should. There's a free Google Chrome extension, uh, and as we all know, I use Google Chrome. And, you, you have to. Uh, yeah, it checks your well, words. I, I use Chrome. And it checks anything that you're writing in uh, in Chrome, but you can hey, also use it in Word. Google Docs. It's got to get to Google Docs. It says that's that's coming. Um, but it, but it's not there yet. They say they're working on that. But did it's, you hear what he just said? But it's all over. I he did. Just, I'm so proud. Are right you using Google date? Docs instead of Word? No, not, not instead, instead of. of Word. No, yeah. I, oh. I I use what I want, and then I make Back it down where the, I've had. No, to. then I then I make it work for everybody else because that's just the kind of guy blah, blah, I am. GTDshow.com slash Grammarly. And if you can't spell Grammarly, here it goes. Ready? GTDshow.com slash G R A M M A R L Y. Grammarly. Good job. Okay, speaking of grammar and emojis. Tool boy. Tools. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tools. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you guys seen the Gboard? Gboard. Mm-hmm. No. But okay, well, it's, it's not. I'm going to look use, it up so fast. I'm going to use the big G to I see wrote, I <laughs> Gboard. What's Gboard? It is Google's keyboard for iOS, and it's awesome. I love really? the Google keyboard. See, you guys are finally getting to use the Google keyboard. That's lovely. But the, here's the thing. It's so nice. They made it better than the stock Android keyboard. I don't keyboard. buy that. Well, oh, the stock, read about stock it. Android keyboard is not the Google keyboard, though. Stock Android keyboard is the AOSP keyboard. There's See, a there you go, Google, making things complicated. Just put a freaking good keyboard on there from stock. All right, anyway, so so you guys have to download Gboard. Gboard is only for iOS then because <laughs> we Android users already have. If we want it, I mean, you 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 know, Android works the same way. You can install multiple. Anyway, Gboard is really exciting. You're gonna have to check this thing out. It's got swipe. Uh, my favorite feature is emoji search. That is, I, I love emojis, on, man. So how does it work? Do you do you, do you start typing like symbolism for those well, okay, emojis? Well, it actually has emoji autocorrect. So if you're typing <laughs> the word pizza, of it does. Or ashamed. I think ashamed works. I'm just trying to remember, like. Every once in a while, I'm just typing a sentence, and one of the autocorrect options is an emoji. To switch to emoji from the word? No, no, it, it yes. Oh. Cool. Yeah, or, is, or like a suggest, cool. so like you're halfway through the word. Here's it an emoji. what you're going to say. I like that. Here's the emoji. I love Google. So for those of you who are emoji illiterate or, or struggling to adopt emojis, or maybe Rod, how are you doing or, or, on that? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that thrilled with them, always. I, I'm, okay, I feel like they're overused. I feel like we need to have Larry Kim back on the show. Now oh, that we're talking, because we, yes. when we were talking about emojis, I still use... Absolutely, his rule of thumb. I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't do three emoji every time, but I do, I use emojis. It's in my mind a lot. It just I, doesn't always make it into my And I hear his media. voice. Yeah. I hear his voice. Like, I'm not even punking you right now. I, I hear... <laughs> I hear Larry Kim saying that. <laughs> it was great. Trying to convince me uh, that uh, I need to use emoji. Why does it say that you must be at least 17 years old to download this app? Oh, dear. What is it, is there something inappropriate? Oh, is it's GIF search. They have GIF search. GIF search, son? Oh, gee. Are we going to go to the origins of GIF, GIF? The creator? The creator called it GIF. Called it GIF. I just see peanut butter then. I just see the word syntax <laughs> tattooed on your freaking head. I use it <laughs> both ways just to annoy whoever I'm around. Yeah. 
Because okay, that works. Either one. <laughs> I'm either on board one is, with that. Either one is perfectly. <laughs> this episode right. is fantastic. I'm irritated at both. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. Well done. I I think our job's done here. I think we did it last week too, and he wasn't Let's even here. Wrap it up right now. <laughs> Um, Do you know how long the you know, GIF has been around? I actually don't even remember what the real tool of the week was supposed to be. <laughs> Keyboard. <laughs> no, no. I oh. actually had something else. That you had was something else? That, that, it was a, a free heat analytics. You know how crazy egg? Oh, yeah. Heat does maps. Heat, heat, heat map. Okay. Anyway, there's a free tool. Um, I'll, you know, come back next week. Well, that'll week. be great to find out about. When come you back can... next week. I'll, I'll remember <laughs> the name. Hey, but, but Gboard also does like you. So you normally go to another app. You copy the link you're looking for. And then you paste it in your SMS, your Facebook, whatever. On the Gboard app, you actually can search for items and it goes to Google, finds them, and you can either drag them up to you know the, the form field That's or you sweet. can copy and paste it. So uber powerful keyboard. Emoji, emoji search, gift search. I like it. Um, I, think I like it. Has it. video search. I'm all the time playing with different keyboards, and I I I, I kind of like the one I have now. Actually, I'm running stock. Samsung software on this S7 still. I have not rooted this thing. I haven't installed anything crazy on it. I'm just using the the, the launcher that came with. And uh, uh, Rod, are you okay? I am Rod's fine. Rod's pulse just, just no, like he just I read. Just end of life right there. Update. I, I've got. I just got to find. You it. could switch to Android. I now. just got. <laughs> I got to find Dude, something. You would. Too. You would cry if you switched to Android. He'd be calling you every five minutes. Oh, you I'm not switching. Switch by the way, do this. No, there's nothing. How do I do this? I'm just going to. Android gonna, is easy to use. I'm simply going to complain about the iOS dog. update. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to complain about the iOS update, complain about Josh's tool of the week, or just uh, complain about Josh in general. You would never complain. <laughs> <laughs> We invite you to send us an email to show at growthedream.com, and that will come to all three of us if these two other uh, guys decide to check the email. Why would you uh, say that? I don't know. Show at growthedream.com. You can also tweet the three of us on the Twitter at GTD Show, which you guys probably don't check that either, but I do. <laughs> or, <laughs> no, but I retweet it. Uh, you can find That's me true, in do. the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. That's right. If you want to if you want to give Josh crap about missing last week's show, yeah. uh, just be a sea free. turtle swimming through the ocean innocently, and I might catch you. Or in a very environmentally unfriendly way, ripping up fire coral from the seafloor, then you can tweet him at Josh I Mucho. thought it was a fish. Was this, an, 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 this was not in international waters. You could be in trouble with the EPA. If he was more than a mile out. It was international. Isn't it a mile or 10 miles? 10, ten miles. Were you more than 10 miles out? Uh, right at. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Well, hopefully the International Coalition for Protection of Fire Coral <laughs> can get in touch. My email is show at growthedream.com <laughs> where I will not respond. FPCP. Uh, yeah, right. Or I, I see the same thing. I did something wrong <laughs> I with that. Care. That wasn't quite right. Anyway, you can find Rod on Twitter at Rod underscore Thompson. Remember, there's no P in Thompson. And you can find David at the David Johnson. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Larry Kim, I I have I heard a little rumor we might be having him. Oh, man. I heard that rumor, too, and I'm all over it. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to spread the rumor. Also, Jonah Berger has released a new book, a copy of which is on its way, so we can review it, and nice. uh, we'll be having Jonah back on. Nice. Uh, we also have some other big names. Names on the way, and uh, we hope Josh is being hilarious. Yes, I see that. Right. I hope to have wow. you guys back next week. <laughs> have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Grow the Dream Show. We invite you to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. 
Get connected to our growing community, add your comments, ask questions, and listen to the archives on the web at growthedream.com show. Thank you.